Tyler Hero was um, was an, was a star in the bubble. Was a star, and then yep. this last season, Tyler Hero he had, was not available in, in discussions for James Harden. Someone right. said Tyler Hero was better than Lamelo Ball. Someone. That's Ooh, not what I said. That. Oh, that is uh, not what say, I said. He did not say you did. He did not say you did. That's what I said. You got a guilty the question conscience. Was, Watch a movie. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Strawberry banana. If they plop, please don't aggregate this. Lillard, long range three. Their defense is atrocious. I'm sort of the rock star. Right on the cowboy. Tiso is the official watch of the NBA. Everybody who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about aggregation. I'm oddly intrigued by neck tattoos. You know, we love China. We love the plane there. It comes a dunk. Shut up and listen. You think you're better than me? Bye. Welcome back to Swish FM. Chris Wendelkin and Ben Craw. Uh, back by popular demand. Ben, he's been between meetings with agents and league execs at Las Vegas Summer League. Mm. Uh, his his latest hit, uh, You Microwaving the Frozen Burrito, is an instant classic. Uh, he's viral TikTok influencer and NBA insider Brandon Lizzie. Whammy, welcome back to the show. How are you managing to stay busy during this uh, NBA offseason? Good to be back. It's good to be back. Well, it's, it's crazy to even call it an offseason, Chris. Given all yeah. the player movement, and more like a non-season uh, Olympics. Exactly. I was. It just. Ha- I was just warming up stopped. to that, Ben. I was just. Mm, warming oh, up sorry. To that. Did I? Did I steal your joke? You did. Yes, uh, you I'm did. really sorry. I was really kind of just rounding out. You know, rounding third, about to score on that one. I got antsy. I got. I got a little too eager there. Yeah. Trigger finger went off there. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah. Too sorry. It's just so, keeping an yeah, eye no, on. Doesn't, time. doesn't usually the, happen. Yeah. You. Yeah. <laughs> You got it. Wait, what were you saying? Well, You're a transaction. Well, it's great. I'm a transaction hound. Yeah. Transaction hound. <laughs> transaction hound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a tra- I'm a transaction based person. I I really like all all interactions in my life. If it's not a transaction, transaction. it's not an interaction in my opinion. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to have you back, Whammy. You know, a lot has happened in this really short period of time since we last spoke. Last last time we talked to you, the Milwaukee Bucks. We were, you know, trying to decide uh, on a team to yeah, endorse teetering on Milwaukee the brink. Bucks. Yep, the Milwaukee yeah. Bucks have since won the NBA Finals. Thanks to our endorsement. And yep, thanks to I was going to say things Swish sort of changed right after we endorsed. Oh, I think so. I think so. I think you saw you saw a clear shift uh, in the momentum. The, the team you know, was you motivated. Had a lot of fans. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, really rallying behind behind those Bucks. But we had the NBA draft. Um, the free agency period has started in the offseason here. So we, we've just had a lot of changing dynamics here in the league. And uh, Whammy, it's time for you uh, to give us a grade. So we are going to be going uh, across the entire league, all 30 teams. Uh, <clears throat> as always, guys, time is of the essence. So We have a lot to get through here, us, guys. We have a lot to uh, get through in a, yep, in a very, very short basic, amount of time. Couple basic Buckle up, parameters. Buttercup. 
Yep. <laughs> so we're going to put two minutes on the clock for each one of these teams. The way it works, guys, is I'll read all the player transactions for that team. I'll set two minutes on the clock. We'll have a group chat about the uh, the team that we're discussing, and then we'll each assign a letter grade and then move on. Now, when you say transactions, Chris, just to clarify, are you going to be going through um, not only you know, acquisitions and losses, but also like re-signings. Yeah, sure. Contract I'm, I'm, extensions. I'm, yeah. yeah, exactly. Extensions. Everything, the every whole, single thing. The whole sort of, the whole, the whole picture. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. who was drafted, who was signed, yeah. who was extended, who was traded. <clears throat> Let's just take a overarching, you know, look at, uh, at things here in the month of August. I can't imagine anything will change between now and the beginning nope. of uh, the, the start of the next cold season. Period. Yeah, so this on. is it. This is a final grade. Uh, we're going to move in alphabetical order here, Ben, which I know you like. We'll start Thank with God. the Atlanta Hawks. Nice. Start with the Atlanta Hawks, guys. I'll quickly read, uh, you know, like like I mentioned, the players added and uh, the, the players that have been lost for the Atlanta Hawks. So we start with the draft. They added Jalen Johnson. They, after, they added Sharif Cooper in free agency. They signed Solomon Hill. They added Gorgie Jang. They signed Trey Young to a five-year, $207 million contract extension. They added John Collins to a contract extension for five years. Lou Williams resigned. They traded for DeLon Wright. They lost Chris Dunn, who was traded to the Boston Celtics, and Bruno Fernando, who went to the Boston Celtics as well. So I'll set two minutes on the clock. It'll be open season. Two minutes. We are on the clock. What do we think of the Atlanta Hawks offseason, Whammy? So, I mean, you know, this was a this was a perfectly reasonable set of moves here. Nothing splashy. It just seems like they're trying to maintain their direction. I think re-signing John Collins is huge in terms of signings this offseason. He may end up being the most impactful signing, um, re-signing or otherwise. Yep. And um, great player, you know, locking up Trey Young's a no-brainer. I think that they you know, in an ideal world would have made a bigger, bigger splash to get another, you know, they have a big two sort of in Collins and uh, Young, but all these things point to them being in the right direction, getting a little more experience together and being a better team next year. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I've always been kind of intrigued by Chris Dunn. I was sad to see him get traded to the Celtics. Yeah, poor Chris Dunn. You know, he only played like four or five games last year for the Hawks due to injuries. Um, But, you know, whatever. He got traded to the Celtics. But then the biggest win here, obviously, like Whammy mentions, John Collins, Trey Young, they get extension. Ben, these guys are happy. Trey Young is one of the bright uh, young superstars in the NBA. He is not disgruntled, Ben. He's content. He's mm, pleased he's with the direction. He's gruntled. that the, the future is bright for the Hawks. Uh, obviously, they played beautifully in the playoffs against the Knicks and the Sixers. The future is bright in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben, give us a thought or two here on the Atlanta Hawks offseason. Yeah, I love uh, I love what they did. You know, just uh, stay the course. You know, let's not rock the boat. Uh, let's not light. rock the cradle. A thousand points of light. Um, Got to be prudent. And I uh, I think they uh, you know they they have a lot to build on. I think uh, Trey and John are gonna uh, blossom and bloom together um, wonderfully. And uh, love the Delon Wright edition. Um, uh, did you mention his name? I forget. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I wasn't really listening there. Um, but he, uh, yeah, he's a he's a fun little uh, pickup. I think you know he's a glue guy. Um, can uh... and that is our time, guys. Okay, let's move on to a letter grade. Whammy, can uh, can we get a letter grade from you? 
going to give them a, a C plus. Just it's C not a plus. bad grade. It's not a bad grade. It's just they didn't do anything huge. They did what ben? they were supposed to do. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I have to award them uh, an F. Um, <laughs> free agency is a strange game, mm. and the only winning it's move is not to play. Wow. Uh, all right, great. I, I have them down for a B plus. Everyone sees it a little differently here, and that is what makes uh, you know Swish FM interesting. A lot of contrarian views here. So we'll move on now to the Boston Celtics. We like to chop it up and hash it out. The <laughs> the Boston Celtics. So the Celtics have added uh, at the number forty five pick someone named Juhan Begarin. I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. In free agency, they added. Ennis Cantor, they traded for Al Horford, Josh Richardson, Chris Dunn, Bruno Fernando. They lost uh, Kemba Walker, Tristan Thompson. In free agency, they lost Evan Fournier and Semi Ojale. Whammy, Ben, uh, the floor is yours. We have two minutes to discuss and assess and analyze the Boston Celtics offseason. Well, Ben, I can't think of a team that did worse in the offseason. <laughs> than the Boston yeah. Celtics. Really? I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, you're telling me that acquiring Al Horford, Josh Richardson, Chris Dunn, and Bruno Fernando. These guys so uh, these guys are proven <laughs> winners. Listen, Al, Al Horford and Josh Richardson came to the Philadelphia 76ers uh, just right. a couple of short seasons ago. That's right. And we all saw how they we turned around that, that moribund that. franchise, yeah. uh, turned them from losers into winners. <laughs> Um and uh, yeah, yeah as we also, just mentioned Chris Dunn, key, you know, Chris Dunn, yeah. very defensive know, upside there. Yep. Key subtraction is that they uh Danny Age is out, right? I mean, this is yeah. the first mm, the mastermind, the guy uh, who pulls yeah, all the, the strings behind the scenes. He's the guy in blackjack. It, he's sitting on 20 and the dealer's showing like, you know, 16 and he's asking for them to hit. He just the guy he never made the big move. Uh, and this is what you're getting now is that they're going to probably have to tear this thing down mm. with Tatum and Brown. They're not really going anywhere. But they, yeah, but they almost made so many amazing transactions during his tenure. Almost. I mean, so he had so a lot of, uh, he had a lot of really, really yeah. great deals in the works. He, um, yeah. he was considering yeah. a lot of really awesome stuff. So whammy, I, I'm not wild about what they did here either. Uh, you know, I'm, you have to be realistic. Obviously I don't see what they really could have done, but you know, I don't see how swapping out Kemba Walker's bloated contract. Yeah. Yeah. They swapped out Kemba Walker and a first round draft pick, the number 16 overall pick for Al Horford. That to me is not a net win. They replaced Kemba, Evan Fournier, Semi Ojeley and Tristan Thompson with Al Horford, Ennis Cantor, Josh Richard, Josh Richardson, and Chris Dunn. Uh, and I don't long, see it. And how long before we hear the Anthony Davis type trade demands? From sure, Tatum? sure. Guys, that's our time. Mm. We're gonna we're gonna need to move on to letter grades here. I have them down for a C minus. Ben, Whammy, what, what do you have? <clears throat> I'm gonna go ahead and give them an A plus, as in A. What the hell are you doing? Oh boy. Mm. Uh, and I will be o- awarding them an F because uh, the only winning move is not to play. Yeah. Great. We're going to move on now to the Brooklyn Nets, guys. Uh, the Nets added Cam Thomas in the draft, Dayron Sharp, 
uh, Kessler Edwards, and in free agency, they added James Johnson, Patty Mills, Blake Griffin. They traded for Javon Carter. They lost Landry Shamit in a trade with the Suns. Spencer Dinwiddie signed with the Wizards. And Jeff Green signed with the Denver Nuggets in free agency. Two minutes here, guys. Let's chop it up about those Brooklyn Nets. So actually, they added five players in the draft. Oh, that's and, right. They, yeah, And you're just... You know, it's funny. They're just hoping that one of them can shoot threes. It seems. It seems like, like one of these guys will hit threes. But uh, you know, same feels like the same kind of Hawks vibe here, where they were just. Uh, they also extended Durant, right? So they they're just kind yes. of you know doing housekeeping. Patty Mills is a nice, nice upgrade. I feel like uh, at point guard. I like the guy they drafted at twenty-seven overall, Cam Thomas. Cam he's Thomas. gonna be yeah. He's gonna be a player. He's a smaller guy, but he's explosive. Yeah. They added James Johnson and Patty Mills in free agency. That's a plus. Blake Griffin looked like one of the most important players on the court if, at times during that series against the Bucks. Cam Thomas um, tearing up summer league, nineteen points. Sure, sure, sure. Losing Dinwiddie, Shamit, <laughs> Jeff Green—that hurts across the board, obviously. But the Just reality the of the situation on, on how they lost Dinwiddie too. You know, they maybe could have traded him. But sure. it, it's just otherwise this is a very boring. I mean Landry Shamit was a very promising three and D player who they'll miss a little bit. And Jeff Green is no great loss. Unfortunately. Yeah. I mean the reality of the situation is I think that, you know, the team the, the the situation is that like the team was so successful that these guys it would they 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 these guys were gonna have new opportunities elsewhere and they were gonna get paid. So good for them. Um, the Nets will have more than enough talent. Assuming everyone stays healthy, they're going to have more than enough uh, talent, I think, to sort of manage the uh, the loss of these guys. Ben, yeah. any thoughts here on the Brooklyn Nets offseason? Um, I mean, you, you could say in many ways that they won the offseason because um, Kevin Durant won the gold for yep. gold. America, which Absolutely. to me... Is, is more important than any of these, um, right. you know, little, trivial, meaningless free agent. We're talking about America versus the rest sure. of the world, and we yeah, are number one, goddammit, right. and no one can take that away from medals. us, and we have that is, that is the time, our beautiful guys. Kevin to thank for that. That's our time. So I have the nets down for somewhere between a B, B minus, whammy, Ben. Uh, what, what do you have here for the Brooklyn Nets? A C plus again, same thing as C plus. Mm-hmm. Then give us a give us a grade here. Um, I uh, have them down for an F, F because in the game of free agency, the only winning move is not to play. Is, is not oh. to play. Yes, we're going to dig nice, into ben. that at some point. Mm. Very nice, Ben. All right, we'll move on to the Charlotte Hornets now. Uh, the Hornets added in the draft James Booknight, Kai Jones. JT Thor, Scotty Lewis in free agency. They add these are some great ish. names. Can we just? I know yeah, a couple really of those names. Can you just repeat those for us? James Booknight, Kai Book Jones, Knight? JT. Yeah, James Book, Booknight. I believe it's pronounced Booknight. Uh, More like Booknight. Booknight. Well. Yeah, uh, Kai Jones, JT Thor, and Scotty Lewis. JT and, Thor. Is that spelled yeah, G H O R? It is. G H O R. That's yeah, fucking sick. JT Thor. <laughs> And Scotty Lewis. And then in free agency, we have Ish Smith, uh, Kelly Oubre Jr. They traded for Mason Plumley. They uh, lost Devontae Graham and Cody Zeller. Uh, two minutes. I'll put it on the clock. Uh, anyone? 
feel free to to dive in here on the Charlotte Hornets. Ben, you want to go? I mean, losing that Zeller is a gut punch. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I don't know how they let that happen. Um, well, they acquired Mason Plumley, Ben, and that really—if you're going to lose Cody Zeller, wait, Mason I thought that Plumlee's. Zeller didn't Zeller go to the team that Plumley was on? The Blazers, yeah. Right. No. Yeah. No. Um, Plumley was uh, on. Yeah, go ahead, sir. Yes, yeah. yes, it is sort of a uh, a carousel of, of teams. Wait, yes. Plumley so, came back to the the Hornets. Plumley Plumley has gone to the Hornets. Oh, I did not realize that. I Zeller thought that... has gone. Zeller has gone to the Trailblazers. But you're correct. Uh, several seasons ago, Mason Plumley once was on the Trailblazers before he went to yeah the, the he Denver was on the Nuggets. Pistons. Yeah, yeah, and then went to the Pistons. I know it's a lot of movement. Okay, I thought in my head I I could have sworn that Zeller and Plumley were now going to be playing for the same team yep nope making them an unstoppable twin towers yeah, that would have been scenario a plus yeah. um but i didn't realize okay well at least they replaced <laughs> their zeller with a plumley that is yep. that's uh, you know, one if you're right gonna there. lose a zeller um yeah. there's the only way to really uh replace that that you know fill that hole is is with a plumley so you know i think it all comes out in the wash whammy 40 seconds give us a couple thoughts here on the charlotte hornets i think Ubre is the type of guy who, I mean, is like sneaky, valuable, you know, basically 3 and D yep. type player. I think that this team has got to make some bigger moves. I think Book Knight is fine. You know, point guard is not necessarily a weakness for them, but that's what he'll be playing. And I think Kai Jones, uh, a lot of people like Kai Jones. I just... I don't necessarily see them having the like dominant wing force that they need. Um, you know, I'm not sure yeah. any of these things. Are That's the time. Them, but, mm. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's get some letter grades here. I I actually like the Hornets off season a bit more than you guys did. I think Book Knight is maybe going to be the sleeper of the draft class. I think Kelly Oubre, you know, averaged 15 points, six rebounds last year for the Warriors. He's going to come in and make a difference. I think Plumlee is a very, you know, he's a versatile guy. 10 points, nine rebounds, three and a half assists last year for, for the Pistons. And uh, they got him on a very reasonable two-year contract. Kai Jones, talented big man out of Texas. So I think Charlotte could surprise some teams here. I'm giving them a B-plus for my offseason grade. Whammy, Ben, uh, can, you give me a, can you give me a letter grade here? Let me go ahead and give them a C as well. C? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an F. Ben? It's an F for me, unfortunately. The only winning move is uh, not to play. Okay. Uh, we will move on now to the Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls added uh, someone in the draft at number 38 overall named... Ayo Dasmune. He's, people Thank love you, this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In free agency, they brought in Alex Caruso. They traded, signed and traded for Lonzo Ball. DeMar DeRozan signed and trade. They lost Thomas Sadoransky, Garrett Temple, Daniel Theus, and uh, I think that is it. Oh, and Thad Young, of course, Thad Young. Um, and some draft picks uh, in, in that sign-and-trade for DeRozan. So two minutes on the clock here, guys. Uh, why don't I kick us off? I mean, look, I think the Bulls acquiring DeMar DeRozan for three years, $85 million fully guaranteed from the Spurs in exchange <laughs> for Thad, Thad Young, sure. Al Farouk Amino, 
a 2025 first round draft pick and a second round draft pick in 2022 and 2025. I don't like it. Uh, the Bulls, you know, the Bulls keep <laughs> keep giving away these future future first round picks. Yeah. They've given away three, I guess, in the last five months um, for guys on the wrong side of 30 years old. Furthermore, they they lock up over 90 million dollars in salary cap space on DeMar DeRozan, a guy who will be almost 35 years old by the time his contract expires. Honestly, it, I, I would just rather have uh, Thad Young than DeMar DeRozan. I think Thad Young's a really nice player. So I'm not really wild about what the Bulls did here in the offseason. I think Lonzo Ball is a nice player, but I think he's maybe slightly yeah. overpaid. He would, It's not what I would have done, but give me some thoughts here, Ben, whammy, on what Chicago did in the offseason. I just think this is the classic, like, treading water. We're going for the eighth seed every year. This is honestly feels like a sort of Nixian, uh, yeah. like Knicks, Knicks-type offseason where they just got these guys who have names but don't, like, DeMar DeRozan is a floor raiser. You know, he's not going to really elevate you to the top end but he will make sure you don't you're not a joke during the regular season and you know him this is like a this is a move scott laden or isaiah thomas would have made 10 times out of 10 uh yes when they were running the knicks this is this is giving tim hardaway jr however much money you gave him this is you know everything it's just such a such an antithetical to the way that modern nba teams think about building you know just Trashing draft picks for mid-level NBA players is not a good way to stay relevant. Uh, we're out of time here. Um, do we want to? Do we want an extension here, Ben? We didn't get to hear anything from you on the Chicago Bulls. Uh, we have a 300-second bank. Mm. Uh, sh- should we? Should we knock off 30 seconds, a minute here to hear Ben's thoughts on the Chicago Bulls? Or Ben, how do you feel? Um. I don't know. I, I don't think I have anything major to say that uh, wasn't already okay. said by Whammy on that one. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds yeah. good. All right. I have the Chicago Bulls down for a D. Mm. Uh, yeah. Whammy, Ben, uh, I'd love to hear your letter grades. Yeah, that's an A for me for signing out Alex Caruso. An mm. A. And Ben, where do you stand on He's the a Chicago fan favorite, Bulls? you know. They're going yeah. to love him in Chicago. He's He really gets sure. the crowds riled up. Coach on the floor. Um yeah, definitely a coach on the floor type player. Uh, I will be giving the Bulls an F for the fact that the only winning move is not to play. Not to play <coughs> at Interesting. all. Interesting. Yes. All right, we're moving on to the, to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, these guys drafted Evan Mobley at number three overall in free agency. They signed Jarrett Allen to an extension. They traded for Ricky Rubio. They lost Torian Prince, who is traded to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, two minutes on the clock. Miami, the hometown team for you, the Cleveland Cavs. Give us some thoughts. Yeah, let's go. Um, yeah, you know, I think as a Cavs fan, I would have liked to see, and maybe we'll still see, the sort of trading of Colin Sexton. I feel like Sexton is miscast on this team as the primary scorer and ball handler. I don't think that's his ultimate destination in the NBA. I think uh, a team would be really great to have him as their second or third option. I think he would be really, really amazing in that role and thrive. And um, I think he's a wonderful player. I just think for a team without much else around him, it sort of exposes some of his flaws in a way that's unfair to him. I think Evan Mobley is, uh, you know, potentially wonderful. And Jared Allen, I don't 
love extending a center for $20 million a year, but I feel like he's still sort of tradable. And then I think that Ricky Rubio, come midseason, turns into a first-round pick for them. So, I, you know, given what they, where they are and what they are trying to do, I'm really glad they didn't try to, you know, overpay some terrible free agents and or make a lot of bad trades. So I would say this is a very pleasing offseason for a patient Cavs fan, and we'll see what other moves are coming down the line. Ben, how do you feel about the, the uh, Cavs offseason here? Um, yeah, I was just looking up uh, when I heard Evan Mobley. I was like, oh, I wonder if he's at all related to Eric Mobley, um, which is a name. Coutinho Mobley? Uh, not actually Coutinho. <laughs> um, but I remember the name Eric Mobley from playing like NBA Live 95, 96. Uh, just one of those names. I think he only played for like a couple of years in the league, but like right in the sweet spot of like my NBA video game obsession. So. Um, and I realized that he was, in fact, um, Evan's father, but that he sadly passed away um, just this past June. So, um, yeah, from, from cancer, June 2nd, 2021, um, at the age of only 51, which is uh, very, very sad. So I'll be rooting for Evan. Horrible. Um, just because, uh, you know, I liked his, his dad a lot in NBA Live 96. And uh, it's very sad that he's no longer with us. And... Um, yeah, I'm afraid that uh, has uh, kind of dominated uh, my entire, um, uh, you know, Cavs thoughts research. on the okay. Cleveland well, that, Cavaliers that, offseason. That's our time. That's our time, guys. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I mean, oof, I love Evan Mobley, Evan Mobley as a prospect as well. Um, very I'm good. very confused. Yeah, very good. I'm, I'm very confused as to what the Cavs are doing. I hated the Jared Allen extension. Very confusing. Uh, well, how could you hate? How could you hate that extension though? You can't hate it. Why? Really? I think it's atrocious. He is Jared Allen, a top 10, top 12 center in the NBA. Uh, they yes. paid him a hundred million dollars. Could be someday. They just drafted. They, they just drafted a guy to play center. A hundred percent. He's a top 10 center in the NBA. Really? Jared Allen? No, you don't think so? No. Yeah. I sure. think in, in fantasy hoops, he is. I don't know exactly now. You know, I don't no, know. I, but yeah. he's still very young. Also, he's, he's he's got he's got some upside. I also think it doesn't make any sense to pay a, a guy a hundred million dollars and then draft someone who is supposed to play the five uh, at, at with the third overall pick. I I think to me, it's, I don't it's think I don't think Evan Mobley. I think it's a gross overpay. No, definitely. You don't not. think Mobley's a five? Definitely not. First, first of all, I think Mobley's a four if he's. If he's really, really, you know, handling the ball and doing the type of thing he was doing in college, he was handling the ball a lot, shooting threes. He he doesn't play back to the basket. He's not a crazy he's great rebounder. Yeah, he's tall, but so you know that doesn't make him a center se- just by height. It's not like it's required. It's not like well, you're seven feet, you got to be a center. He's he's more of like a KG. Like I think that was a good comparison. KG who can shoot. Now, is that useful in the modern NBA? It's hard to say. But I think in terms of Jared Allen, what you have to look at is that that money that you're committing to Jared Allen, is that valuable? And I think you could trade yeah. Jared Allen to another team and get a return uh, that's better yeah. than what you got, what you pay. So I just think you, know, all, you had to I'll lock him up. Cavs, yeah. I had Cav fan friends who told me the same thing when they signed Kevin Love. Um, Which and- is, well... <laughs> Well, that didn't work out. I mean, that didn't work the out. signing of Kevin Love, 
But you but you hoped LeBron that would left, and they signed Kevin yeah. Love to this massive extension. And all my friends who are Cavs fan who are Cavs fans, I were guess, like, well, he's valuable. You got to sign a guy who's who's talented to a contract because every contract is tradable. Yeah, trade and then it's out. like, well, unless no one wants Kevin Love. Anymore. Yeah, but the, the same thing happened to Chris Paul. Chris Paul was untradable, and then all mm. of a sudden he's traded to the Suns. I'm the Kevin Love move. You know, it was a bad move. There's no question that looking back, you would say that was a bad move. But the difference between Kevin Love and Jared Allen is about eight years. You know? Yeah, let's Ke- not Jared let's Allen. not let's not blame Jared for Kevin Love's for Kevin inadequacies. Love. Yeah, no, I'm, bl- I'm blaming Colby Altman. I just think that um, <clears throat> if you gave truth serum to the Pacers general manager and said, was it wise to invest? financial resources in both DeMontis Sabonis and Miles Turner. <laughs> and Miles Basically, Turner. Yeah, yeah, it's like when you have two seven-foot guys, ultimately, you got to kind of pick one. And it's fine if you pick Jared Allen, but then it doesn't, in my view, it doesn't make real sense to draft Evan Mobley unless they're trading, unless they intend to trade him. I don't know. I it, think it's a bad move, but, but we'll see. What were you going to do? You're going to draft Jalen Suggs and then have three guards? No, I think Mobley was the clear pick. I think he's yeah. great. I just didn't understand signing Jared Allen, and I think I it's going to be a hard contract to trade. I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I mean, he's he's getting he is a top ten center in the NBA. He's 23. He will get better. I think they move Sexton for a, for a wing or a pick or something, and then you've got a little you've got a little team. I mean, they're they're not they're not going to. There was no move they could have made to become an NBA contender this year, so this is about as good as it gets. No, yeah, I agree with that. I just think it was—I <coughs> think it's a terrible choice, and it will ruin Okay, well, there, so there you uh, go. Let's move on to the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> Wait, grades? Um, a Dallas, plus. Dallas Mavericks. Grades? Did, grades? Anyone? Uh, oh, grades. Grades. I gave. I gave the. I gave the Cavs a D. I'm gonna give them an A. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, uh, an A from Whammy. Yep. Is that what I heard? Okay. You got it. You'll be getting an F for me. The only winning move is not to play. Okay. Very nice, Ben. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks here. Uh, we have added in free agency a Luka Doncic resigned to a massive uh, $200 million plus contract. Tim Hardaway Jr. resigned. Boban resigned. Sterling Brown and Reggie Bullock all came in over free agency. They added Moses Brown via trade. They sent out Josh Richardson to the Boston Celtics. Two minutes on the clock. Ben, uh, take it away. What did you think of the Dallas Mavericks offseason? Um, you know, much like the Atlanta Hawks, uh, don't want to shake things up too much. Uh, I like that they... Um, Resigned Sterling Brown and Tim Hardaway Jr. They seem like useful players. Moses Brown, kind of a kind of a lotto ticket there. You never know. Yep. He fla- he yep. flashed a little bit this past year. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yep, yep. Could be uh, could be better than uh, than Kristaps um, pretty soon. Uh, and Josh Richardson, I don't <laughs> get him. He, why? Did he? Why? What why did he like get bad? He was, he used to be really good. Yeah, yeah he was awesome. He, when he was in the Miami he Heat. Ball. He was like one of my favorite he was players. Great for Miami. And then it's like so, he just can't find that right situation now, or I don't know. It's weird. We'll see. Um, I I gotta yeah. say this is the. Miami, we have uh, a minute re- left. Give us some thoughts here. Yeah, the re-signing of Tim Hardaway Jr. I believe this is the bad contract that you were assigning to Jared Allen situation. This. 
this is one where like well we have this guy I guess we have to resign him because we can't get anybody else you know to do what he does but what he does is cheaper than what they're paying for it and um, you know that's the type of thing that's gonna bog down their flexibility as they have to look to add really 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 top level players to Luka Doncic so I think re-signing Tim Hardaway is a bad idea even though you kind of have to do it um, yeah I mean uh, in my purview like I, I feel like anytime you can retain one of the three to five best players in the league arguably one of the most promising young players not named Trey Young or DeAndre Ayton uh, it's a win, right? So we should say signing Doncic long term is is a positive thing. Um, I Ben, like you, I like the Moses Brown addition. Tim Hardaway Jr. has really proved himself to be probably the most valuable player the Knicks traded away in that exchange for Dennis Smith Jr. Oh, no question. And those two first round draft picks a couple years back. The Mavericks, though, still have not done anything to address ridding themselves of that locker room scourge. Uh, Chris Dapps, uh, Porzingis, and as you know, Ben, all contracts in the NBA are tradable. Mm. Um, so it may <laughs> only be a matter of time, Ben, before Luka Doncic finds himself disgruntled. Yeah, he can't so, be happy there. Nope. That's all the time we have, guys. Give us some off-season grades. Color me uh, unimpressed. Put me down for a C. The Dallas Mavericks, Harsh. Ben, I'm very curious what, what you got for the Dallas Mavericks. Very, very harsh, that C. I'll be giving them an F, Chris, because the only winning move is not to play. And Whammy, give me a letter grade. Uh, I'll give them a D. Ouch. Give Give them a D. All right, let's keep this moving along here. Denver Nuggets. D for Dallas. Um, The big D, they call it. The D. They call it the big D, Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, The Denver Nuggets, we have uh, in the draft, they add... Nashawn Highland at number 26 overall. They add in free agency Will Barton, Jamichael Green, Jeff Green, Austin Rivers. Uh, in free agency, they lost JaVale McGee to the Phoenix Suns. Two minutes is on the clock. Whammy, give us a couple of thoughts here on your Denver Nuggets. This is a neutral. Neutral. Firmly in neutral. the neutral gear here. So Yeah. Not yeah, too I think retaining, you know, retaining Will Barton, Jamichael Green, Austin Rivers... They're all sort of ho-hum, not-so-sexy moves, but those are important kind of role-player guys. I think, you know, Jeff Green is going to prove to be a valuable piece, right, playing like a small ball, four or five. The biggest addition for the Nuggets will be getting Jamal Murray back. God uh, willing. Mike, Michael Porter Jr. getting healthy. Um, so I think it's kind of a ho-hum offseason. Uh, ben, give us, give us a thought here on the Denver Nuggets. Um. Yeah, was JaVale McGee on that team last season? He sure was. Yep. I did not realize that. The Cavs traded him to the Nuggets. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I like that J. Michael Green is now joined by Jeff Green, since those are the same player. The Green um, Brothers, yep. And yep. it'll be fun to um, just, you know, mix them up. Um, and, um, yeah, other than that, no, no major thoughts for me. All right, great. Let's take the time and bank it. Okay. Uh, Ooh, great. Give us give us some grades here, guys. I'll put C. the yeah, I'll put the Nuggets down for like a B minus or a C or whatever. Mm-hmm. Ben, your thoughts? Yeah, nice average uh, F for me. F. Uh, yep, because in the game of free agency, the only winning move is not to play. Very uh, nice, Ben. Uh, moving on now to the Detroit Pistons. Detroit basketball. Mm. Uh, they add. 
Cade Cunningham, number one overall. Are we still on the letter D here? I feel like we've been going for like about an hour and a half. (laughs) Yeah, it's been about 45 minutes. Um, Um, (laughs) uh, D is like towards the beginning of the alphabet, is that right? Yeah, Yeah, we're we're way early. But we big jump to G. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep. We're still there's in the a D's. big, there's a big jump coming up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right. So the, the Pistons add Cade Cunningham, Isaiah Livers, Luca Garza, and someone at the number fifty-seven. Balsa Capivicia. Thank you, Whammy. In free agency, they add Kelly Olynyk, Corey Joseph. As an NBA Trey insider, Lyles, he knows every name. Yeah, I followed him in Lee. high school. Yeah. Yep. 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 Two minutes on the clock. You don't. You don't need to use it all. Uh, you know, if, if if you want to bank that time, that's that's obviously fine. Oh, of course. And the Pistons lost Mason Pum Mason Plumley, who was traded to the Hornets. Two minutes. It's on the clock. Again, Wayne Ellington us, signed by the Lakers. That's right. Thank you. Thank yeah, you, guys. It's very important. Uh, give it. Give us some thoughts here, guys. Is what's sort of sad or strange is is Cade Cunningham like the franchise cornerstone for these guys? Do we see Cade Cunningham becoming a top five NBA player anytime soon? Yeah, I mean, I think the Pistons drafted, right, what they hope will be the second coming of Julius Randle, uh, a generational star, a plus-sized floor floor general to play point guard, uh, a dominant pick-and-roll shot creator to play alongside Killian Hayes. Um yeah, I mean, I think he certainly has the physical tools, but Whammy, it sounds like maybe you are not a believer. Um, I'm just seeing him as very. I mean, I, I, you know, it, him and uh, Jalen Green sort of strike me as good scorers. I'm not sure that they have the secondary ability, the playmaking ability, or like the sort of. I don't know that they're going to lead their teams. I don't mm. know that like either one of them is going to be their primary ball handler on their team. So, so he was not at the uh, he was not at the top of your draft board when you were doing all your scouting this past season. Honestly, I would have said, uh, you know, it just was a year where the, they feel like those three guys are also you know either all three of them could bust or all three of them could be very good. That's mm. what, that was my thought. And that's why he's an NBA insider, folks. Yeah, that's why. They could be good or they could be bad. That's what that's you get That's not the, the opinion you're going to hear on most NBA podcasts, mm-hmm, folks. Mm-hmm. Ben, you got 20 seconds. Give us a thought here. How do you, how do you feel about uh, Detroit, Motor City, the Pistons? Are you a believer in Kate Cunningham? How do you feel about this offseason for the Pistons? Um, I love the Kelly Olynyk signing. I feel like wherever that oh. guy pops up, he's just suddenly he's uh, just over. Yeah, just overachieves everywhere he goes. Um, you, you keep thinking Kelly Olynyk isn't he like on the Celtics in the year two thousand and twelve? But nope, he's he keeps moving, he keeps aging, and yet somehow else. seems to only only get better um, with time. Obviously, the Plumley loss is devastating. Um, sure. I don't think that they gained a Zeller uh, in that deal, so they did not. I'm not they sure not. what they were thinking that's with time. that. Yeah, that's our time, guys. Um, can I can I can I get a letter grade from everyone here? I'll go I'll first. Go uh, B, I, I've got Detroit. them. Oh, Detroit. Mm, interesting. Detroit. Okay. I'll go F. F. Troit. All right. The only winning move All is right. not to play. I was really happy with this offseason for them. I think this is an A. Ooh, uh, wow. Adding Kate Cunningham's that to me is an A. Mm. Uh, we're going to move on now to the G's, guys. Golden State Warriors. 
the players added here for the Golden State Warriors, Jonathan Kaminga at the number seven pick, Moses Moody drafted number 14 overall. In free agency, they add Otto Porter, Nemanja Belalitsa, Andre Iguodala, Steph Curry signs a max extension. They lose Kent Bazemore to the Lakers and Kelly Oubre to the Hornets. Two minutes. Give us some thoughts. Ben, why don't you kick us off? Two minutes here on the Golden State Warriors. Your thoughts. Uh, I just love that Andre Iguodala is is coming back home. He's going to bring back that championship pedigree. NBA Finals MVP number two is right around the corner, uh, if you ask me. Yeah. I think the signing of Steph Curry is an albatross contract. (laughs) I think he will play no more than 30 games a year from here on out. He's Mm. constantly injured. He's too small. Um, And that would be sort of symmetrical whammy, right? Because they they initially signed him to that sort of friendly friendly deal. That team-friendly deal. It's time for Steph Curry to get a little payback mm-hmm. on the Lakeup family. He's gonna get. He's getting it. Trust me. Yeah. And that would yeah. be such poetic justice for the chef Curry. Um, yeah, it and seems like the biggest biggest offseason addition in in my view is that the Warriors are waiting on Clay Thompson, right? Mm. Yeah. Uh, I also want to say that Kuminga is, you know, not going to be good. <laughs> that wow, was a whammy. Oof. Do we care can, to elaborate, Wham? Well, he can't. Sh- I love that they're like, well, he's a skilled. It's always like, there's always a guy in the draft who just learned basketball a couple of years ago, is very athletic, but can't shoot. And people are like, well, we're really going to, he's going to develop. And I just cannot think of somebody who that actually worked out for. You know, it's like, it's like, well, you, you know, he just yeah. picked up basketball only a couple learning of years to ago. Shoot on- <laughs> it's a big deal. Yeah. yeah, big deal. It would seem learning to shoot uh, while you're playing uh, in the pros would be a hard thing. That would be like learning to he hit a baseball. In the learning league. to hit a baseball while you're playing yeah. League yeah. baseball. In the majors. Just practice hitting a baseball for the first time uh, with these major league pitchers throwing it to you. Not easy. All right, let's uh, let's get some off season grades here. Lammy, you got a letter for me? Uh, my letter, I'm gonna give them a this is like the ending of their NBA relevance, so I'll give them a, an F. There you go. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Kinda I just, kind of it just feels like there, you're right? going to be Wham. paying Steph Curry $50 million a year when he's 38 years old. It's, you know, you're not going to be doing much competing. Yep. Yeah. Ben, do you see eye to eye with Whammy here? Give us a letter grade. What What is it going to be, Ben? This is going to be uh, another F, I'm afraid, for the Golden State Warriors. Wow. Despite Andre Iguodala bringing them back to the Golden Land, they, um, yeah, they get an F for me because they... Uh, played the game of NBA free agency, and as we all know, Chris and Wham, the only winning move is not to play. Is not to play. I'm hoping that there's uh, a team that didn't sign any free agents. Oh, there is. I'm some. I'm I'm waiting. We'll we'll have to see. Let's see what I'm happens. Maybe a tad higher. I'm maybe a tad higher here on the Warriors than you guys. I'm. I come in somewhere around like a C minus hmm. with this team. Maybe even a D. It's uh, such a bad sign, contract. They did sign. They did sign Otto Porter and uh, Andre Iguodala to minimum level deals. Those are guys who both, I think, made like a combined fifty million dollars last year. So yeah. who That's knows? Maybe, maybe getting maybe getting those guys to play for next to nothing. Maybe they catch some lightning in a bottle. But yeah, I'm 
I'm not uh, expecting big things from the Warriors. Let's move on now to the Houston Rockets. We got to keep an eye on time here, guys. Mm. The Houston Rockets uh, have added Jalen Green in the draft. Number two overall pick, Jalen Green. Alperin, Senguin, Sengun. Sengun. Sengun, uh, number 16. Yuzman Garuba at number 23. Josh Christopher at number 24. In free agency, they add David Nwaba, Daniel Theus. Uh, is it is it Theus? Tice. 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 Yeah. Tice. 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 Yeah. Um, and then in free agency, they lost Kelly Olynyk and Sterling Brown. Two minutes. It's on the clock. Here we go, guys. Uh, what do we think? Um, you know, this uh, I enjoy this. <clears throat> I feel like you know Jalen Green, Cade Cunningham. They kind of got the benefit of not having to pick between you know those two guys, and I think Jalen Green is going to be. A nice little NBA player, and Alperin Sengun. People love Alperin Sengun. You know, the supposedly the best player to ever come out of Turkey. We'll see where, where that gets you, but six ten can shoot, can handle the ball. Very interesting. I like I like mm. what they did in the draft. Obviously, yeah, I think they they had a fantastic draft. Jalen Green has the chance, I think, to be a big time star. In the I league. love gonna, love him, and he looks so yeah. smooth. He's yeah, going to score looks, a lot of points. He he reminds me of like a young, flashy Bradley Beal. Uh, obviously, yeah. the Rockets spent years and years and years mortgaging the future, trying to trying to win a title with James Harden, trading away all their future picks and all their cap flexibility. So after finally trading James Harden to the Nets last year, they are now in full talent development mode. They made four first-round picks in the draft this year. So their off-season strategy was basically you know, kind of consistent with that approach, which is, you know, no long-term contracts to vets who will impede or take minutes from uh, the kids. So I don't know. I think it's pretty, pretty positive. Seems like pretty consistent across the board. They're they're trying to develop their young talent. Ben, any thoughts? Um, I just like that David David Nwaba is still... Still hanging around. He's still doing still his thing. Around. Yeah. He's yep. one of those guys where I'm like, is he still Defensive league? specialist. Yeah. Yep. He's cool. Yep, yep, yep. He dunks sometimes. Let's yeah, give like some letter grades here because we're trying to move it along. I will put the Houston front office down for a B plus. Whammy, they're get, Ben. They're going to get a legit A for me. The dra- Ooh, just like their good draft. for you, Wham. Wham, is that your first A? Yeah, the other one was a fake A. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Ben, where do you stand on the Houston Rocket front office? Give them a letter grade, Ben. Yeah, sorry, Tillman Fertitta, but uh, in this case, um, Fertitta stands for F. Um, stands for F. Since it sure does. Yes, they, there you uh, go. All right, only we're moving on to is, the uh, Indiana Pacers. To play. The Pacers added Chris Duarte at number 13 in the draft, Isaiah Jackson, number 22 overall. They added. TJ McConnell in free agency, uh, Tory Craig, Kiefer Sykes, and then they lost free agent Doug McDermott to the San Antonio Spurs. Two minutes. It's on the clock. What are we thinking here, guys? I am surprised to have never heard of Kiefer Sykes. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's I don't think he's... Was he drafted or was he previously playing? I'm confused on that as well. I um, don't know. He's 27. Hmm. Sure. <clears throat> yeah, nothing so. nothing major or flashy here from the Pacers. Obviously, they bring back TJ McConnell on a very, I don't know, I would say market value, fair, four-year, $35 million contract. Chris Duarte, who they drafted, I think he's going to be a really nice player, actually. I know the Knicks had him targeted. Um, I'm curious to see if they maybe 
trade either Miles Turner or DeMontis Sabonis. Uh, there yeah. have been rumors about both of those guys. Can so they coexist? Curious, but can they coexist? Can they coexist? <laughs> we don't know. We don't we, know. Yeah, it's an uncertainty. Uh, obviously, they bring in Rick Carlisle to coach the team. Uh, everyone loves Coach Rick. Mm. Um, I don't know. I think it's kind of a ho hum off season. I have, down as a, I have them down as a C plus. Uh, where do you guys land on the Indiana Pacers? I'll give them a C as well. C? This is this is you know very modest. I have nothing ben? nothing to add whatsoever. Nothing to add. Do you have a letter grade? Yeah, I have an F for them. Yeah, we know the letter. Yeah. Okay. Only when he All moves right, we'll move play. on to the L.A. Clippers now. The L.A. Clippers added Keon Johnson at number 21 overall, Jason Preston, Brandon Boston, B.J. Boston at number 51 in free agency. Brandon B.J. Boston, that's his actual name? Uh, Brandon Boston Jr., uh, who goes by B.J. Boston. B.J. Yeah. Does anyone yep. call him Brandon B.J. Boston? Yeah, uh, we, just, we just did. Oh, we just did. Sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In free agency, they added Nicholas Batum, they well, they retained, retained Nicholas Batum. Yeah, yeah. retained Nicholas Batum. Yeah. Thank you, Pat. You've been making uh, that slipping up a couple times, sir, by saying adding. Yeah. When, in fact. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for just keeping wanna, me uh, honest on yep, that. Yep, just want to make uh, sure we're all... re-signed Kawhi Leonard. Uh, they uh, signed Justice Winslow, who is not on the team uh, and is now on the team, to a two-year contract to an undisclosed sum. Hmm. And I think... That is it. I'm not sure if they lost anyone. Uh, you know, you guys can fill in the blanks if you like. Two minutes. We're on the clock. Let's uh, let's let's talk about the LA Clippers here, guys. What what do we think? I feel so bad for them. Um, I you know, Kawhi being out another year plus with the torn ACL is just not ideal. So yeah, I just feel bad. It's a weird team, weird energy yeah. surrounding the Clippers. There's no one I'm rooting harder for than Justice Winslow. Um, Whoa, who's like you've always been a Winslow really, backer, yeah. Yeah, he's like one of those guys in fantasy basketball. I'm always hoping mm-hmm. like gets 30 minutes a game and obviously stays healthy. I mean, health is the biggest issue with him the last couple of years. But I feel like if he ever well, I would say manages health, health, and I would say performance have been huge issues for him not just just injury yeah Yeah, but i mean like he got traded from miami to memphis and i think over the course of like two and a half seasons in memphis like he played a handful of games because yeah i think he had like a torn like hip labor like like a whole thing um but he's a guy that if he ever was healthy you know was like a super high prospect coming out of duke he to me is like a could be a very 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 poor man's Kawhi leonard does a lot of those like defensive things passes he you know he's like a giant point guard who can play defense and distribute the ball doesn't have the same offensive prowess obviously as Kawhi. um clips retain nick batum on a bargain contract maybe the biggest steal of the offseason in my opinion boston college's Reggie Jackson is back in the fold for Ooh, two years. An eagle. Yep. Very exciting. The Golden Eagle. The Golden Eagle, Reggie Jackson back. Mm-hmm. Reggie Jackson's so, team. Now is yeah, Brandon B. J. Boston, is he yeah. affiliated at all with the, the went college? To with the city yeah. of Boston? Got it. Yeah, so he went to Kentucky. Got it. So we can't oh, refer to him as Brandon B. J. Boston College Jr. That yeah, no, we cannot. That's the time, guys. I'm giving the Clippers a C. Uh, sure. Whammy, where do you stand? I'll give them a C. I mean, they're, they're doomed. C. Ben, give me a letter. They get an F from me. 
They played the game. They lost the game. The only winning move is not to Simple play. Simple as that, folks. We're going to wow. move on now to the That's Los Angeles works. Lakers. The Los Angeles Lakers. Oof. This is a big one. And there's a lot, there a lot <laughs> of Oof. parts. Oh a lot of moving Oof. parts here, guys. So ha- hang your hats. Hang on to your butts for a second here. So yeah. our additions I'm going to hang my hat on my butt. Our additions are Russell Westbrook via trade. Kendrick <laughs> Nunn. Kendrick Nunn signs a two-year, $10 million contract. Dwight Howard signs a one-year minimum level contract. Malik Malik Monk signs a one-year minimum contract. Trevor Ariza, one-year minimum vet. Uh, Kent Bazemore signs a one-year vet minimum. Carmelo Anthony, one-year vet minimum. Wayne Ellington, one-year vet minimum. They brought back Talon Horton Tucker for three years, $32 million. Key departures from the Lakers include Kyle Kuzma, Kuzma. traded to Washington. KCP, traded to Washington. Montrez Harrell, traded to Washington. Alex Caruso, who went to Chicago. Andre Drummond, who went to Philadelphia. And Markeith Morris, who went to Miami. Ben, the floor is yours. Give us some thoughts on the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, tight whammy, first of all. I hope you're okay. tight whammy. Um... Yeah, I mean, I love this team. They've got a lot of shooting. They've got a whole lot of shooting. They're going to be able to spread that floor, yep. distribute that rock. Um, you know, what can you say? This team is uh, is one of the best. They're one of the greats. The, pur- the, greats. the purple and gold. Uh, I think that, um, you is know, it's going to be... Ben? Do you really uh, think they're going to do well? I mean, you know, Russell Westbrook... Wow. I, it, I think he's going to I think shooters. I think he's going to learn to shoot uh, much like some of these prospects we've been talking about. Um I think he just needs a little bit of practice with that rock right. in his hand and I think it's he's going to be able to put it together this year. Maybe he just needed a little change of scenery and I think this could be the year for him. That's a very very cynical take on Russ Westbrook. I mean, he was hurt and playing poorly <laughs> at the beginning of Washington season and then elevated them to the playoffs. I can't believe you would He's call me cynical. Not, I, that's I'm not going to let that that's go. That's very cynical. Yeah, I think I think Westbrook's a great addition. I know no one else thinks that, but I think that that's that team has a lot of value. All of those contracts are good. You could tr- you could trade all those guys to get some good players. You could, <laughs> yeah. That's true. Well, I think I think that's the thing, right? Is like you know how you're getting good value out of Wayne Ellington, but does that give you enough around those other players to make a difference? It's yeah. remains to be seen. But I think. They get they did an amazing job with what they were able to trade and do. You know, Kuzma and Harold and Pope are now all of their production is replaced by these minimum guys and they have Russ Russ Westbrook, so I think it's pretty good. That's our time. I'm going to extend us here because uh, I have uh, some yeah, thoughts too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think the Lakers are at their best when they're sort of embracing their uh, absolute like batshit weirdest uh, like most buffoon heel uh, type identity. Uh, it's like what the NBA needs. It's good for the NBA, and that's basically what we have with this roster. Yeah, you know, it's sort of the same point that we made when they sold everyone yeah. for Anthony Davis. Yeah. it's like Westbrook, oh. Westbrook, LeBron, AD, Carmelo, and Dwight would be funny enough. Crazy, but then Just sprink- crazy. sprinkle yeah. in, <laughs> then sprinkle in Trevor Ariza, Kent Bazemore, nice. Wayne Ellington, yes. Malik Monk. Kendrick Nunn, Talon Horton Tucker, and you know what? The Lakers are going to be good, maybe, and that's fun, and 
or not. Maybe or maybe they'll be terrible, and that will be fun too. But whatever it is, the league is at its best when everyone hates the Lakers. Mm. We're all hoping this goes down in flames. Caruso's a loss. They gave up Kuzma, KCP, a first-round pick, and tons of cal- salary cap space flexibility to get Russell Westbrook. We'll see if it works. I mean, everything we know about Russell Westbrook is he needs the ball in his hands at all times to have an impact in the game. He is basically basically like a lifeless spectator playing off the ball. Defenses <laughs> will be very happy to leave him alone on the three-point line. He's bad on defense. He has a, a lifeless list of injuries. spectator. I mean, it's he's on an enormous contract. I have I I mean Whatever you do, the deal. Like, yeah, but he's a Lakers, walking triple double, and, and it's like I guess we're gonna have LeBron James. And, yeah, he's yeah. a walking triple he's, double on he's a He's walking team, triple double, like, and a he's a like winner, and he where, won. Where he's no, 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 no. I mean, he's a walking for years, triple double on a team like games. the Wizards when his teammates yeah. are like Robin Lopez or a team like the Thunder. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't know how this is gonna end, but it's gonna be really fun. They have our attention. I'll give them that. They have gotten our attention. They've got us talking. You can listen to Switch. 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 Switch